0: This week on Excelsior Journeys, I have a musician, a voiceover artist, a radio personality, an actress, a producer, a teacher, and they're all one person. I cannot wait for you to meet Michelle McRae. JLD, do the honors. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. And you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George
1: Soroy. Prepare to ignite
0: is there a burning desire within to share your creativity with the rest of the world do you insist on pursuing your passion by any means necessary then you are on an excelsior journey and you are not alone Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. This is George Saroy. Over 90 episodes still going strong. I'm really, really grateful that you've all taken the time to come in here, to listen in to all these great conversations I'm having with so many great people. If you have not yet subscribed, please do. You can find all the different platforms at he'sgotit.com podcasts. If you're an Apple user, strongly recommend using Apple Podcasts. And that's also where you can leave a rate and review you, All of them are incredibly appreciated. I've spoken a lot about Clubhouse in uh, recent weeks. It's created a lot of great episodes. And I also wanna touch on another room that I recently came into, which is called the House of Creativity. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just a real creative hub where all these wonderful people are all meeting up to be accountable to each other, to motivate each other, to inspire each other, and talk about just a little bit of something that you're doing that will help out your project. Just go ahead and mention that at the beginning. This is a room that goes from seven to nine central time, I should say, and it's just been a really wonderful time being in there. And it's about to get even more wonderful for me because I was uh, just recently nominated for and received uh, what they call the Green Apple, which is basically allowing you to be a full on member of this group. And at the ceremony, they ask the full members to reach out to the new Green Apples and to make themselves accountability partners to that new member and i am so thrilled that one in particular has stepped up to choose me as their accountability partner and that is my guest for this week el michelle mcrae and i am so so honored that she chose me because this was not the first time that i had met el michelle it turns out that she was one of the judges at the 529 voiceover competition that i had mentioned before the one where i had reached the semifinals and I'm very grateful to have done that. And and another shout out to Ellie Rods for winning the whole thing, who is also a guest on the show. It's been a real honor getting to know all these great people. And El Michelle is definitely one of those that I was so thrilled to have an opportunity to get to know more. El Michelle started out in music. She went on into theater. She has since gone on into radio, voiceover, and production. She is constantly teaching others in all those fields. She has so many different projects that are in the works right now. It is so inspiring to get to hear from her. And I am so thrilled to introduce her for this week's guest. So it is my honor to introduce to you Elmichelle McRae. Michelle, how are you?
1: Great, how are you? I'm so glad to be here speaking with you. It's me great. Too. Me too, <laughs> I,
0: I can't believe all the, all the good stuff that's been coming since I just joined Clubhouse back in January and another shout out to former guest and, and good friend K.M. Robinson for getting me the invite in the first place. So it's been just a wild ride and being a part of the house creativity, it's really something I've, I really feel honored that I was nominated to be a member in in this. And it felt like I I really haven't been participating too much. I'm able to just kind of chime in during that last 20 minutes or so, because I'm on my way to work at that point. And going to work, coming from work, those are the best times for me to really get on the Clubhouse. And I was telling my mother all about it and she wanted to get a, a good grip on it. And I was like, think of it as talk radio that actually inspires you and is everything good about that. Yes. You know when when you when you're yes. in your car, you know, yes. by the time you get out of the car you are pumped up, you're ready to face the day and ready to take on whatever's going to be there.
1: Absolutely. I absolutely love it. It, it was it's a huge pivotal time especially coming through the pandemic where everybody was secluded and isolated. And then oh, yeah. you were looking for that motivation. You were looking for that human connection and that those things that we all long for again. And it was just right on time for this season for us to get that extra pump up. We need to get ourselves going again. It was like a catalyst, an extra boost.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it felt almost like hitting like a one up, mushroom on super Mario brothers. It was just like, it was, you know, it, it just felt like that was, it was, it was everything that we have been missing because we have been just like you said, we've been stuck behind doors. You know, we've been stuck Mm -hmm. inside our houses for so long and it's just like starving for any sort of real social experience and just typing on a keyboard. is not enough. It never has been. It's
1: not at all. I mean, especially um, with the personality type that I am, an INTJ, I'm actually an introvert. That does not mean we don't need human interaction. And so I found myself, even though I value my time, I was like, wait, this is really happening. Mm-hmm. I need to find a group of people, people who I can connect with and resonate with to help restore and get those juices going and that creativity and everything that was in me because it was missing during that exactly.
0: time. Exactly, exactly. And I wouldn't have taken you for an introvert as well, you know, like, but at the same time, like I know exactly what you mean because I feel the same way when I'm in surroundings that are not familiar to me. I mm-hmm. will, you know, definitely take a step back. I will, you know, be a little, you know, shrinking violet, uh, but, <laughs> but, get, but get me in a place where I am expected to be on, be to perform or let out whatever is on my mind. If people are asking me questions, mm-hmm. then that's when I can really open up. So I know what you mean.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Many times people mistake performance for extroversion and it is so far from the truth. It just comes from the creative and analytical side, sometimes being Mm -hmm. combined together. So, yeah, I I kind of like Clubhouse for that reason, because I can be behind the microphone without being necessarily
0: you know on stage (laughs) exactly 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 and speaking of you know like everything that's been going on you know with you you've gotten a lot of projects that are in the works right now can you tell us a little bit about some of them
1: I can in connection with even recent months clubhouse I was approached by a few people and there are some people who are prominent in the industry that I am now doing some collaborative works with. And that's all I can say concerning those things. But the opportunity Mm -hmm. that presented itself was just life changing just due to the drop in audio and hearing my voice and hearing my voice. And that's one of them. And how it happened was I was on stage doing what you've heard me do many, many times. Mm-hmm. You have reached the voicemail box for five 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 seven seven five five. Please leave a message after the tone for English for <laughs> one. Para el español, marque dos. I did all of those things. Oh, that's great. And then taught like a little girl. And I said I wanted a little greenhouse. And I got it. I got a greenhouse. Because I got a new friend. You know, so I was doing all <laughs> these things. And that's how it happened. So that's one of the things, though, or a few of the things, with some um, prominent uh, artists in some different industries than voiceover that we're going to be doing collaborative works with, we doing collaborative work with. And then also my own website launch. I rebranded, for lack of a better phrase, rebranded because I started out in music only. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you about that again, in just a moment, but oh, I started yeah. music only, but I'll be launching a website that will have the umbrella of everything that I do. And also a book. There's two books, actually, one on vocal care and then on technique. Oh, wow.
0: Wow. Yes. The, the phone message thing actually reminded me of something that, <laughs> that my friends and I did during like our first year or so that we were living in an apartment together in, in Queens, we were we got a phone call from someone who was thinking that they were calling up the local movie theater. And mm-hmm. they 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 were waiting to they were wondering like what would be the time frame, you know, like for for a movie that that they were looking for. Mm-hmm. And, and my my roommate says, Well, just wait a second, because we, we need to we need to switch the system back on. But what movie were you looking for again? The others. Okay. All right, hold on one second. And he hands the phone over to me and just goes, the others. <laughs> I, picked up and I just picked up and just went hello and welcome to AOL movie phone brought to you by the New York Times and American Express if you yes. know the name of the movie you're looking for press one and so he pressed one That's and right. just said please enter the first three letters of the movie you are looking for and then he and I hear like bang 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 you have selected the others rated R <laughs> and and then I was just like what do I say now <laughs> this is- and it was like, you know, today's remaining show times are 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and then just hung up. It's like, just, oops, I got disconnected. Listen, and that's where the pranks go wrong. It's like, what do I say next? And- right. <laughs> they keep you on. Right. I love it. It was, it, was, it was just like when Kramer was doing the same thing and he heard the three um, beeps and was just like, why don't you just tell me the name of your that you're looking for (laughs) right right
1: right (laughs) oh god that's so good that's great i love i've always loved doing that and i always make a joke of if somebody ever called but this was before we could screen calls person. you know oh yeah they i said okay i would just answer they'd say hello we're sorry. The number you reached has been disconnected or is no longer in service. And that's what I would do <laughs> Just Like click, because I was like, Oh God, that's before, you know, I'm, I'm 44. I don't mind telling my age. So that was before we could do all
0: of I'm this. I'm 44 too. Stuff. So yeah, it's all right. <laughs> you remember you have, then you have friends here. You have friends. <laughs>
1: so yeah so and then one of the other things is i'm doing some music recording with my saxophone i have a few sax uh, saxophone endorsement and reed company a mouthpiece endorsement uh, for my professional saxophone playing so i'm doing some combination works with my music and stuff so that's great
0: professional saxophone player yes yes awesome awesome oh god (laughs) see i don't even have
1: the reed on it you see that (laughs) oh i see it (laughs) (laughs) If I did, I
0: sure would play for you. <laughs> oh, I, I, I appreciate that. So, <laughs> so so, let's go back a little bit. Let's go back to what I call the lightning bolt moment, which is that moment when you experience something, when you hear something, see something, meet someone, whatever, that makes you say, that's the direction I want to go in for my life. That's what I want to do. That's the kind of person I want to be. Now, mm-hmm. what was that for you? What was it that got this incredible journey started in the first place.
1: Oh my god, I'll I'll put it in an, I'll condense it down. So mm-hmm. being an introvert, I also used to be shy. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to sing, but my mother would read me stories in different voices, little red riding hood, and yeah. I just thought she was the greatest thing ever and she is. She absolutely is. Beautiful soul, beautiful woman. So she would read in these different voices and I found myself doing the same thing as a little girl. But the mm-hmm. problem was I was shy. And I was afraid to open my mouth. Mm. And so you add introversion and shyness, you get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you get <laughs> nothing. And so how I came to beginning to speak is I, I would be imitating things and making p- fun of people's voices and doing little jokes with my friends at school. And then one day I said, oh, I want to play saxophone because if I do that, I don't have to open my mouth. But then as I became professional, I figured out that you can't play saxophone and just walk on the stage and walk off. You have to speak. Mm. So in, in, in the interim, in that little segment of life I was going through, I entered into a mass communications program. And they said, okay, wow. well, you have to do speaking. You have to take a public speaking. I was like, oh God, I can't get away from it. Oh God, <laughs> what am I doing? And they said, well, Here's what you do. You tell a story about your favorite thing and why you love it. And I chose the saxophone. And because it was something connected, the saxophone is one of the instruments that is closest to the human voice and able to being able to relay the same message without words. Ah, The same emotion. I mean, yes, and it's actually a tenor sax, it's the closest, so when I started playing, I was on a tenor sax, so I was able to get up with confidence and speak about how I could play what I felt, and mm-hmm. you knew the words, but I didn't have to speak, yeah. <laughs> but getting on stage, you were like, yes, you're going to get on stage, El Michelle, blah, 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 then I had to introduce myself, then mm. I was like, wow, and then somebody heard me and said, we want you to do radio, I said, oh. what? I said, "What can come into our studio and read this commercial." And it was a funeral home commercial. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was like a little bit of a morbid commercial. start
0: there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, right, it was a funeral home, but they were like, "You don't understand." And they encouraged me and they gave me a free gym membership. <laughs> Okay. for my voice work it was like you get a month your, your free gym membership as long as you're doing this and they gave me a little few other perks and stuff like that but but that's how I got started and then that was one of those moments like aha this is really a thing mm-hmm. this is really a thing and nice. maybe if I act like the people I hear on tv that I love their voices then I can do this because it's not really me. So I did the little psychology thing on myself and started imitating newscasters on air. And oh, so, that, yeah. So that's how it got started. It was like, ah, radio. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so music to <laughs> to radio. Yeah.
0: That's great. That's great. I want you, you didn't by chance do the Sue Simmons impression of of her, just you know having that uh, having that brief brief moment of, of <laughs> internet, you know, like inf- infamy. <laughs> did you? <laughs> I did not i still remember watching it with uh, with my wife we were watching the evening news and then all of a sudden she started she started saying like you know when we come back yada, yada yada and then all of a sudden she just goes the f are you doing
1: i know the- I- and <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious I wow was like, really? like it was yeah
0: and <laughs> yeah i was just like we just saw something really incredible here <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean the the real behind the, the voices right and the frustration oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah oh there was definite frustration there you can hear it in her voice
1: to say the least
0: yeah yeah you don't want to get sue mad. <laughs> But, you know, like you know, kudos to Sue. You know, like I've been, I've been, yes. you know, watching her for years, her and mm-hmm. Chuck Scarborough. So it was always great to see them on the news.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So, <laughs> so that, so those impressions, that's what kind of got you out of your shell. I've heard that a lot with, with a lot of people that, that have kind of done the same thing. I think like, who was it? I think it was like, it was like Rich Little, I think that mm-hmm. was doing mm-hmm. the same thing. And, you know, it was, it's just like a way of like sliding a little bit out of, out of the shell, just, and also that's in right. a way, in a way it's like you you're still kind of able to be a little extrovert you know like with that you're able to kind of seem just like look at what i can do i felt like that when i was doing the the voiceover competition cuz yes. cuz i yes. start cuz i you know just did like a a basic reading when i did my week 3 audition mm-hmm. but then for week 4 i was just like you know there, this is my last shot so let it all out like, yes. What can you do? And I took note of like, okay, I can do this one, this one, this one, this one, this one did nine voices in 45 seconds. You so. did
1: great too, by the oh, way. Thank you. you did great. It, it was amazing that that transition that everybody made and, and people, uh, the average listeners are, are not understanding what's happening, right? And yeah. what happens is you go from just speaking and just reading something to wait, I have to be more creative. Now I have to write. Now I have to mm-hmm. change my inflections. Now I have to do and the transitions and the the progression everybody made in that short of time was amazing. It was yeah. amazing to me.
0: It was and it was so much fun too. It was yeah, so much fun was. getting getting to put the getting to put the whole process together, getting the getting the setting right, and then thinking about you know like, okay, which which characters can I throw in here? And it was, it was so much fun. It really was.
1: Yes. And, you know, speaking of starting with the impressions and stuff like that, if you think about it, it's not as hard and difficult as pe- most people think. How do you learn the e- ABCs? How do you learn commercials on television? It's yeah. just hearing it and funny. making that translation. And then before you know it, you're like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? I mean, you don't. <laughs> I mean, you just don't even realize that that's happening. But the, what scares people away is the mic fright and then saying, wait, there's pressure now, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And not practicing. Those are the two things, the mic fright and not practicing.
0: <laughs> it's like that, that recording light, you know, like once that goes on, it just seems like, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. But, and it's also, it, it's, it's also just like a little extra level of intimidation once the live mic goes on, once you know it's Ooh. being broadcast out. At Mm -hmm. the same time that you're talking, you know, that can be that can be a a little intimidating. I mean, like that's when when I'm doing like a a live room somewhere, you know, like Mm -hmm. I still find myself stumbling through it. You know, If I'm doing on Facebook or Instagram or, you know, like whatever, you know, just like, well, here I am because it's you're. you're (laughs) (laughs) You know,
1: and and that's where the improv comes in and and people like Rolanda Watts and Rick Party saying take improv. Take a comedy class, take an acting class, because that's where you learn how to fill in, you know, those gaps and, and fill in the different places and just, just by night, naturally, it becomes like by the back of your hand, really
0: after a while. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so you, so the impressions were really kind of able to get you out of your shell. What happened mm-hmm. next? Once you kind of, once that, once you felt like that was starting to kind of ease the tension. On things. What was it that really got you saying like, Hey, I can really do this. I can make a run of this.
1: Okay. So theater, that's where theater comes in. All -hmm. right. And and I mean, it's really almost, it's the same thing. It's all the arts, but it's different levels. So theater, once I did the impressions, people said, Oh, I want to cast you for the role of an old woman. Mm -hmm. Ah, then I had to say, baby, you know what? I tell you what, come on over here and get yourself some fried chicken and let me help you out now. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> that very right? Mother Abigail like, you're gonna be alright baby you're gonna be alright and I would put the gray hair in and I got these roles and then one of the and it progressed and I was like wow and and people are saying now can you do the announcer voice so I was doing makeup because I'm a licensed cosmetologist as well I was doing theater mm-hmm. makeup then I would go in the pit and go welcome to the show then i get on stage and go now come on down here baby you're gonna be alright and so oh, that's
0: that so is it's great
1: one of, <laughs> It's one of those things and Mm -hmm. so then the most the the most amazing production I was a part of was in my hometown a country town and it was a raisin in the sun the production uh, three weeks sold out shows sold out shows I was Ruth Younger and that was another yes that was another moment I was like wow such a great piece, such a great, you know, mm-hmm. work of, 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 art. And I got to be Ruth Younger for sold out shows. People were like, where did yeah. you find these people? I was like, I can do this. I can do I'm adding to mm-hmm. this thing. And so I got even more excited and it just kept going.
0: And just getting entrusted with that kind of a role too. Just mm-hmm. like that, just the fact that like, Hey, they chose me to do this. Mm-hmm. So okay. I must be doing something right
1: Exactly. It was so it was just a blessing. Actually, and my son, who is now twenty two, was Travis Mm -hmm. Younger. So he actually played my son. So we got to do that together.
0: Oh, nice. I'm, I'm sure the chemistry was definitely there, was so. Oh, it
1: was amazing. The full cast actually was my best friend and her boyfriend and people that I knew nice. because we were all doing music together for all these years. And the, the chemistry had been there and they were like, what is this? We need all of you.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, it was
1: great. It was great. It's
0: oh, so cool. That is that is fantastic. So, so you have that moment, that real kind of breakthrough moment. And you know, how long were you doing theater before you decided to like plunge into radio?
1: See, and what's crazy, what's interesting is all of this is happening happening simultaneously, really. Because everything really overlapped. Yes, everything overlapped. I was do, still doing radio voiceover. I was doing interviews, and and then I'd been asked to be an on-air talent in radio. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously, I'm playing and doing saxophone shows and going to my endorsements and trade shows, and I'm raising my son. <laughs> and then <and> <laughs> let's let's do this. Let's do the theater show, and that you know introduced him to radio as well. So all of this is simultaneously. It never ever stopped. One thing never ever stopped, and just was like. Now you're done. Here's the next. It never has happened. Yeah. Wow. And so, wow. yeah, it's great. I so, love it that way.
0: So I feel the need to ask you the same question that I asked Bobby Del Rio when I interviewed him. When did you sleep?
1: Oh, that's a whole, oh gosh, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be honest, because I, I'm a single mother. And so having yeah. a son, I also... this is just on the personal side. I also ended up coaching his 13 to 14 year old baseball team at one point because the coach abandoned the team. And so it was a constant, I get about three hours of sleep, get up, keep going. And my motivation was the passion for the arts. Yeah. My email address, passion for the arts. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There you Um, go my son seeing that this can be possible so i was giving him an example of you can do this you can have options you can have all of these things you mm-hmm. know i'm going to show you a world that you can do anything and be anything that you want so i just yeah. i didn't i didn't sleep I didn't there sleep. you go I
0: didn't. and and i and you know based on everything that you were doing everything that you were doing for your son that must have instilled one hell of a great work ethic as well
1: yes it did and he is now serving in the u.s military
0: fabulous fabulous and thank and you know definitely thank him you know for his service for all of us for all for all of our listeners here yeah so that's 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 amazing that is absolutely amazing (laughs) everything you were able to do like i mean that's 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 i I, i've always i've already been in awe of you but now like even more so so (laughs) oh yeah. You know, so, you. so now, so, so everything is starting to kind of ramp up at the same time, right? You know, like you're starting to get like more and more attention based on everything you're doing at mm-hmm. once. So mm-hmm. you're getting more saxophone gigs, I take it?
1: Yes. And this is where you have to make choices <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because you, the reality of it is you can have the ability to do a lot of things, but you don't want burnout. And yeah. so I had to start choosing seasons. Mm-hmm. So for this season, you know, there's holidays, Valentine's Day, you know, summer jazz fest, or, you know, different hol- you know, times of the year. There's more of a call for certain things. Yeah. So I would say mm, I'll just take a back seat on this part right here for now, because there's some other things that are taking priority right now.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that would be my son and the teaching, actually, the teaching. Um, Because Mm -hmm. that's one of of my passions at my core is passing on everything I know. And so those are the things that started taking priority, you know, Mm -hmm. at the time. So, yeah, (laughs) so I learned I had learned how to make choices really early on so that Mm -hmm. I wouldn't end up hating the
0: very thing that I loved and, and why I was doing it. Yeah, you don't want it to be like the albatross around your neck, you know when right you're try- when you're trying to make a go of this. Absolutely, and, yeah, at at full you know full time. So when was it that you decided to to jump into the teaching part of it all?
1: I've been teaching since I was younger, and and it doesn't it's not as hard as most people think. It mentorship, mm-hmm. you know, students one on one students. I started as soon as in my twenties, early twenties, when people started saying, "How can I do this?" And I started off by teaching voice on ensembles. I'm classically trained. I started off with uh, first soprano, singing first soprano, aria-type music, And I would translate that into voiceover voice work and vice versa to teach students and ensembles. So that's how I started in that. And it started with pretty large groups and the transformations were amazing. That's one of the things I absolutely love to do forever, forever and ever and ever. That's why I decided to audition for Berklee College of Music at age 41 and I got accepted so that I could add that to the math communications background.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then while here, just recently, I started to, decided to enroll to add speech pathology as well.
0: Wow. Within the past wow. few months. Yeah. Man, you got one hell of a resume going. Like that's.
1: <laughs> it, I'm working on it. I'm working on yeah.
0: it. Yeah. It's not
1: <laughs> complete. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm
0: working There you it. go. There you go. So, what was it about you know, I mean, obviously, like voiceover was you know was really something that kind of kind of grabbed you because of the different impressions you can do. but mm-hmm. was what was it about that that really kind of made you, you what know, w- what was it about that that really made you commit to really doing that? because right now you're recording in a great looking studio. so mm-hmm. you definitely this is something that you know that is right at the forefront of it all, right?
1: Absolutely. Uh, You know, that's hard. It's, it's the arts. It's the art form. It's the beauty. The human voice is the first instrument ever known to man. Every sound you hear has been imitated and can be emulated vice versa through the human voice, saxophone sounds, drums, beatboxing. (laughs) I mean, everything, you know? Mm And so it's, and so I'm addicted to the whole idea of what the voice can do, and pushing mm. those limits as far as they can go, and, and the beauty and the sound. So I, I'm just a voice addict, and so yeah. so everything from you know doing the speaking to singing Disney princess songs and and marrying mm-hmm. all of those things together to help mm-hmm. paint a picture for people. That's what voice does. It brings yeah. life to everything that's around you. What are commercials without voices? what Very what true. is a story without a voice what is mm. you know giving love to somebody without expressing it through the voice so that's what pushes me in all of it and the yeah. voice over you can paint a picture and you don't need your eye you don't that's need right. you can feel every emotion and you can the- take a ride theater yes. of the mind yep yes the theater yeah. of the mind i was just getting ready to say that that's uh, right one,
0: one of my favorite that's one of my favorite <laughs> phrases ever and I really, yes. really, hope, I really hope that that the slow build, it seems like there's a slow build of radio dramas coming back.
1: It is um,
0: yes. like on in podcasts and audiobooks and everything. I am so anxious for that to happen again. I would love, love, love to get involved in that.
1: You know what? And there's some great things happening on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Portia Bell just did The Twilight Zone. It was no phenomenal. And she had a gentleman who does the voice for the, uh, the Tower of Terror at Whoa. Disney to do the narration part. Sounded j- exactly like Rod from back in the day. So there are things that are happening right now. And the Twilight Zone is coming back. More mm-hmm. episodes. There were great writers, very well-known writers of TV shows in that room that night. Tiffany Haddish was a part of it as well. Wow. so it's it's great and we got to do the dialogue after and talk about what the show meant you know how those shows were written so well that yeah. you could pull so many lessons and the theater mm-hmm. of the mind even though they had it on tv you didn't even need that yeah. you didn't even need it because of the storylines and how they were so well written and spoken through the voice it was just amazing
0: oh. God, this this is just an amazing time with all these different platforms that are available to us and all these different opportunities that are coming in. And the fact that technology is, is advanced so much that you can literally, you know, just grab your iPhone, grab some friends and actually make a movie. You know, it's, it's mind blowing the sort of stuff that's available to us right now. And I hope that all of you who are listening are taking advantage of all the opportunities that are here because there, there's no reason not to you can record and edit a movie on your phone damn it so, so, <laughs> exactly you know and and you know what i would it would be it
1: would be so you know unbeneficial if i did not state this why the why i was i was the little girl at first that was told that i could not sing nobody wanted to hear me speak mm-hmm. nobody was I, I wasn't the favorite i have to say it this way i wasn't pretty enough I wasn't, I didn't have the high soprano voice. I was a contralto. And so I knew what that felt like already about being shy and introverted, but I had this passion to give a message and bring a message. So when I started getting into this and the opportunities presented themselves, Mm -hmm. the truth of it and the heart of it and the passion of it is I don't want anybody else to feel like their voice cannot be heard and is not needed because everybody's voice has a story behind it. And mm-hmm. so I was like, if I can be an example and inspire somebody, look, I'm going to speak. I'm going to make a fool of myself on stage. I'm going to say a funny Enough. voice recording myself. I'm going to do this because I want to show the journey from the fear and being bounded behind the scenes to being pushed mm-hmm. to being able to walk in what I know I'm purposed to do, which is speak yeah. and inspire and teach.
0: Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. And you really are like a one person show when it comes to that, because <laughs> they can listen to you. They can be inspired by you and then they'll want to know how to get into it so they can learn from you. Mm-hmm. And then from that, once they get out there, they'll be supported yes. by you. Absolutely. So, <laughs> like that is just an amazing step right there. You know, it's just like, Hey, you know, like that person sounds great. I want to sound like her. And her you know, responds with, well, I can teach you how to do that. And so you're literally going to the source. You're going to the source of what inspired you in the first place. So that absolutely. in itself is fantastic. That is absolutely Thank fantastic. You. And I really hope that I'm, you know, like, again, once again, in awe of you, you know, like, but you already knew that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Now I'm blushing. <laughs> so, so t- tell us a little bit about now, again, this was something that I, Have been talking about a lot in this past month, but at the same time, it's incredibly relevant right now because Mm -hmm. all of this happened the past six interviews that I've done have been because of clubhouse because so let's let's hear your clubhouse story what got you onto this onto this app. Who invited you on? Who's the one that threw through you the invite and said, come on on board?
1: Oh my. So this is very interesting. I was frustrated with social media because on other platforms, I'll just state it that way. It's kind of like, if you're not already established or you're not a major 50 million person, fo- you know, have a 50 million person following, then you're kind of obsolete. And it's mm-hmm. only, you know, we're connecting with friends and family, but friends and family, there's a familiarity. There's not a, I'm going to promote you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And we're all going to 5,000, the cap limit on some apps, 5,000 going to show up at a show. It was like, who, you know, how do you know them? And if you don't know any of the others, it was just kind of like, okay, this is good fun to chat on. So I was frustrated. And also being that I moved from Texas to Boston, Massachusetts, I left all of my family to come here because of Berkeley and, you know, new horizons and what, what have you. And I realized I was really by myself. And then March hits, Mm, Mm. you know, this is COVID-19. And then there's nothing but my walls, me and my Beagle. Mm. (laughs) And she's great. Don't get me wrong. She's a precious Mm -hmm. thing. But I was like, wow, I'm really not interacting with anybody. And so a gentleman named Robert Webb, who is a phenomenal, phenomenal gentleman. He does a lot with colleges. He's an artist, a music artist. He's phenomenal. Motivational speaker, all of of those things. He invited me on in December. It was December 22nd and I accepted it. I was like, whatever, it's it's social media. I don't care. I guess I'll take it because it's him. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't send me something without it being worth it at least a little bit. So here we go. I didn't want to get on the app and I didn't. Huh. Now, the more quiet and the more isolated everything became and the opportunities to speak and interact with people were gone. <laughs> I was like, let's see. Let me give it a shot. I'm going to step out with my introverted self and I guess I'll talk to people. So mm-hmm. around the end of January is the first time I started talking. Really? On- Yes. The end of January, the end of January. And I was like, okay, let's see. And there were these rooms that were huge rooms. People had already been interacting, but I noticed something. I was like, well, they, they need a moderator. They need somebody to help kind of guide this conversation. Yeah. And I, I listened in for the cues and what they were looking for. And then I just chimed in one day and said, Hello, hello, hello. This is El Michelle, the lady with the red hat and the red microphone. Listen up. We want one mic right here. What we want you to do is ping everybody into the room by hitting the plus sign at the bottom of the screen. And there's a little greenhouse at the top of the screen. If you follow that, you'll have all the information and notifications to follow everything here. And there are moderators on stage. Go ahead right now and follow those. Look at their profiles. See how great they are. See if you want to connect with them. Back to you. And then Just that, like became that. A thing. <laughs> and I and I did, and they went, "Wait, who is that? Who did that? Who, who, who? What, who is that for real? Who did that? Is that a truck?" I was like, "It's me. Who? Who are you?" El Michelle. Can you do that again? And the first fifty-two hours were spent wow. with a couple naps, and that's it. I was fifty-two <laughs> hours in, and I was talking wow. the whole time. Oh, that's great. The whole time. 52 hours. I remember
0: looking like I'm still talking. And I'm like, can
1: you do it again? Oh, <sighs> OK.
0: <laughs> but you're still having fun doing it, though. It, it wasn't, was. it wasn't oh. like you were just like, all right. But, you know, like I, I do have to go at some point, you know, just. You know. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. It was all fun. That's why I stayed. Yeah. It was all mm-hmm. fun. There was nothing miserable about it. It's just before I knew it, I was like, wait, I'm still talking. And then I was like, where's my water? Where's my tea? Wait, it was going yeah. <laughs> you know. but I was having fun. And then I became quickly addicted to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And day after day, because there was nothing else going on. I just started meeting new people and, and mm-hmm. people saying, wow, do you do voiceover? I said, yes. I said, I've done voiceover. I've done theater. I've done all of these things. And, but that's how it got started. It was an addiction after 52 mm-hmm. hours with a couple of naps doing room resets
0: oh, that's
1: great <laughs> as far as
0: clubhouse is concerned yeah and then and then it was and then from there it's a matter of just like kind of building up your building up your uh friend list and building up everything as it's going and, and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden you have all of a sudden you have this status this really strong status mm-hmm. as someone who is who is a real who is someone you know definitely worth following you, on this. yeah um, and
1: you know what how how it is is Honestly, I didn't look for followers. I just really told parts of my story here and there. And I wasn't just in rooms doing resets. I was saying, hey, I used to be shy. Hey, I -hmm. suffered from diabetes and I could almost not be here. I -hmm. was 250 pounds at 5'2". I I started just sharing who I was. It wasn't about, for me, it's not about the persona. I could care less. Mm -hmm. I don't care about shiny objects or being shouted out. I don't. And so I was like, well, if I'm going to use my voice once again, I'm going to use it for for the full purpose for which I have it. That voice and the talent opens the door, but there's so much more Mm
0: -hmm. in the
1: teaching and the giving back that I love that that's where the following came from. Yes, the voices open the door, but and then me playing saxophone here and there on the stage, but the person I've been and the people, how I love them, I just love loving all people. And so that's where the following came from.
0: Nice. Just letting on people. And was it was it uh, around that time that's when Delano and Monique from House of Creativity <laughs> start, no. you know, started taking, taking, uh, taking notice? No,
1: actually, I was kind of there at the begin, very, 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 very beginning at the House of, House of Creativity and concept in a way, because I saw Delano on another stage. I can't even remember what stage it was, but I did. A, he was doing something. And then he did the voice of Optimus Prime and Megatron. And I invited him oh, to yeah. a room I did, which was voice what? Question mark. And so people would come <laughs> in and I would teach different things. And I had the guy that does Optimus Prime as the understudy to the main voice actor. When he doesn't do it, his name oh. is Epic Voice Guy. is He's Epic Voice Guy. Nice. I had him come in. And I had Delano come in and they were just talking about random stuff as Optimus Prime and Megatron. And Fabulous. that's Fabulous. where the connection was made with
0: Delano doing that, then the I, house. <laughs> I had a feeling Delano and I would get along because <laughs> when I told when I told him what I have coming up here on this show, on Excelsior Journeys, how I have this 35th anniversary retrospective celebration coming on for Transformers <laughs> the movie, and I got you know like I have yes. writers coming on. I got Vince DiCola, the composer, coming on. Yes. I Yes. Actors coming on. I got you know like Hasbro is looking for to bring on a team member to, to bring them on so they can talk about the legacy. I got Flint Dilly, the story consultant and screenwriter. He's actually looking to maybe bring on like one or two other people you know like for me because of his connections. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely amazing the kind yeah. of the kind of feedback that they, and it's it's still just blowing my mind the fact that this is actually happening <laughs> you know yeah it, you
1: definitely need epic voice guy to come on
0: i'll send oh. you okay.
1: <laughs> he is the the real guy like he's it's, it's it's amazing so yeah. yeah you gotta add him to it but congratulations to say the least that i can say is congratulations on all of that that is epic
0: yeah Thank you. Thank you very much. And this is, this is epic as well. Like just getting to know like everything that you've been doing, everything that you're continuing to do. Like it's, it's just, it's just mind blowing. Now I do have to ask for anyone who is looking to get involved in any of this in music, theater, voiceover, radio, production, whatever. What would you say is that first step that they need to make in order to get on this journey and actually start getting some momentum
1: the first step is not to have unrealistic expectations (laughs) i have to say it that way because many times people will say oh well you have a great voice and they think that's all it takes Mm -hmm. (laughs) right and there's so much more to it but if you have a passion for it it doesn't matter because you're going to want to hear what's next what's Mm -hmm. next is practice don't go all of a sudden and say i need to do a reel don't um buy into the things where somebody says take six weeks of courses and then i'll create a reel for you and then you're going to become a voice actor don't do that emulate imitate practice record yourself on your cell phone get a dictionary and a thesaurus understand the meaning of words and then Mm -hmm. the thing that i really love is, and I'm going to plug somebody in just a moment, is you get around sure. other people and you shadow yeah. them. And I tell people that all the time. I said, that is one of the best ways to start first. Don't put the, the cart before the horse. Follow, mm-hmm. follow people, be a student and just yeah. dig in as deep as you can, because people like Rick Party of the mm-hmm. Voiceover Club, one of the yeah. most amazing Guys, go to RickParty.com. Start looking at those scripts, reading them, understanding what they are. Start listening more. People think, "Well, I want to speak." Well, if you're not listening equally as much as you're speaking, actually listen more. There's two ears, one mouth, right? You mm-hmm. learn how to. You learn how to get the gist of what people are looking for and the sounds and the natural voices versus character voices start to make those distinguishing things and find your niche first. Am Mm -hmm. I a a trailer speaker? Am I a character voice? Am I the the down home country woman? Find your niche first, and then you can start to shape that thing and make it beautiful. Right? That's Mm -hmm. where I say to start practice and shadow
0: somebody. Excellent. And definitely when it comes to when it comes to speaking with people, with conversing with them, get on Clubhouse so you can remember what it feels like to do that. <laughs> it's like, right. It's so that's I've, I've you know, just your communication skills will increase tenfold just by being on this app because you learn once again mm-hmm. how to talk with people. Exactly. talk to people not talk at people exactly <laughs> not type at people because um, once once you get through that once you get that sort of rhythm going again in your communication then everything is just going to get better and better and better you know, and it's exactly i, I hate to, i hate to just like say like oh clubhouse is like the be all and end all of the universe i'm not saying that but what i am saying <laughs> is it will help you <laughs>
1: It will. And, and a lot of times what, when you're trying to get into voice acting or the music, it does not matter. We, we forget Yeah. a lot of time it is communication, just like you said. And so for voice acting, people tend to think voice acting voice over means you turn the switch on that goes from like we're speaking to one another now to now mm-hmm. go open the door and grab yourself a great Sprite. No, 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 it's still conversational. And so is music. That's the yeah. same thing. The pe- the thing that detaches me from any artist, whether it be music, instrumental, voice, or acting on a screen, is them disconnecting and mm-hmm. making it believable, right? They, yeah. When it becomes, yeah. it, when it's not believable and it's not conversational, or I can't believe that character. And or if I can't, if you're playing a saxophone song, and mm-hmm. you're going through all the technique, but I, dad, Did I'm like, okay, well, where's the feeling? And then if you're speaking, mm-hmm. where's the feeling? Yeah. Please mm-hmm. communicate with me. Yeah. Help me understand what you're, what you're trying to convey through the screen behind the mic or through the instrument, please.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By all means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And where can, obviously we know that, you know, like we know that we can find you on clubhouse where can, our listeners find you on social media all right on instagram
1: here's my professional voice you're going to type in the underscore l michelle that's t-h-e underscore e-l-l-e-m-i-c-h-e-l-l-e that's the underscore l michelle also on facebook l michelle saxophonist vocalist that's e-l-l-e Michelle, saxophonist, vocalist, on Facebook and on Twitter, it's at Voiceover Master. <laughs>
0: Fabulous! That's you can find me. <laughs> oh, that's great! That's great. <laughs> oh man, this is this has been this has been so much fun, and I really hope that all of you are feeling just as inspired as i am with everything that that el michelle has done everything that she continues to do the the fact that she's been able to keep everything going keep everything overlapped, you know as as she <laughs> continues to progress and still does today it's it, it amazes me the kind of the kind of talent that she has and i really hope that all of you can Find your talent. Find what it is that that works for you. And just like just like she said at the beginning, when it comes to if you want to get into voiceover, try doing just a few characters here and there. See what works, and who knows? You may feel that you can really make a run of this. So for El Michelle, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, Ever Upward, and I will see you next week. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. If you've never been an Audible customer and want to see what they offer, just go to www.audibletrial.com/excelsiorjourneys and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title for free, and start listening. It's that easy. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And with this free 30-day trial, you'll have your pick of it all. You can hear books of all genres narrated by Jim Dale, Stephen Fry, Will Patton, Alex Hyde-White, Jeff Brick, Neil Shaw, William Demerit, and even a few by me, George Soroy. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash Excelsior Journeys and start your own 30-day journey with Audible today.